Hi, this is uh, Jamie Benning from com. I say that like there's a team of us, but really it's just me and my love of these films that I grew up with. Um, welcome to the first episode of the Film Inventories podcast. Um, I've been making my feature length and short docos under the banner of Film Inventories for over 10 years now. It's crazy it's been that long. And in doing so, I've compiled a whole bunch of interviews with people in the film business. Quite often I can only use snippets for my docos. So offcuts from those interviews have been on the shelves for a number of years. So much so that I thought they may lend themselves to the podcast format. So here we are. I'm going to start with my first interview back um, in 2011. It was a warm summer's day. I ventured just north of London to an affluent leafy suburb to meet Colonel Dietrich, known in the real world as actor Wolf Carla. He was in his late 60s then, tall, athletic build, lean, strong features and a, a really bold and silky friend, but friendly Germanic voice. I interviewed him in a nice leafy suburb of North London uh, in an increasingly noisy coffee shop including a little run-in with a tramp. More on that later. I think it adds to the ambience anyway. Uh, so I hope you enjoy listening and return for a bit more jabbering at the end. Okay, so, so you've got my list of questions there. Yeah, yes, yes. So let's start by asking, how did you get cast in Raiders and were you considered for any other parts? Um, no, no, I, was, I wasn't considered for, for any other parts, I'm, I'm quite sure. And uh, I got the part, I, I believe, or partly, certainly partly, because I was in Barry Lyndon, and uh, Spielberg, of course, uh, Steven Spielberg is a great admirer of Stanley Kubrick's work, so he would have seen everything, and he would have seen me in Barry Lyndon as the, the Prince of Turbingen. <coughs> and uh, I got that actually... By great, not by chance, but but by with a great uh, uh, luck, because I was in between working with Stephen Burkhoff in the, th- the theatre, and uh, I was doing an odd odd job somewhere, and I got a telephone call from Stephen uh, from Stephen Burkhoff, just saying that it was the last casting day for Barry Lyndon for the Prince of Turbingen so I left work and went down to Soho and, and had my video taken with, with uh, Jimmy Liggett the casting director and anyway from there uh, uh, it was obviously, they, obviously they, they liked it and I was flown over a couple of weeks later to, to Dublin put into costume and makeup and then shown to Stanley Kubrick, and he, in, uh, yeah, he, he nodded and uh, accepted. So back to London, and then a couple of weeks later, out again to Dublin and to doing the, the filming there. So that was that was a great great stroke of luck. And uh, Steven Spielberg saw the movie, and I think he he remembered me from that when he, he uh, thought of casting for, 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 the, for the Raiders. I don't know, I have actually just the, the year before I had done The Lady Vanishes and uh, I think that was released in the States as well certainly a year before 
the Raiders. So he may have seen me there as well. I'm not quite sure, but I went to see him in Elstree and uh, said hello, and then Mary Selway, the casting director, she was there as well. But I cannot, I didn't have to read anything, whatever he just said, you know, nice to meet you, and I certainly was was nice to meet him and 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 that was and that was it yeah no I, I i was very lucky i didn't suffer from any stomach problems stomach attacks or however you would like to to call it uh, lots of people or nearly everybody i i, I heard suffered from that but uh, luckily luckily not not me and so in a way it's 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 a pity because uh, some of the people they make, they kind of tell very nice and interesting stories about it, how and when they suddenly had to leave wherever they were to head for a safer place. So, But anyway, I'm, I'm glad I didn't. So tell me about the, the face-casting experience and uh, what it feels like to see yourself melt on the screen. Um, yeah, the face-casting well, was a little un pleasant obviously because you you had to sit there for I think it was roughly 20 minutes Um, you couldn't see anything just breathing through two straws stuck up your nose and uh, for the cast for the uh, for the plaster to settle to set um, and it was kind of a, it's it's very cold, a very cold sensation. And you obviously you have to be absolutely still. You can't itch or anything like that. You can't scratch an itch if you develop one. But uh, now it, it was a great relief when they took off the the mask. And uh, uh, luckily, I think the first one. Uh, worked, so we didn't have to repeat it. But then again, it's 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 a few years back, so I may I may be wrong there. I, I didn't know, for instance, or I can't remember if we had to have the mouth open as if we were screaming, or if we had it closed and then the mask was stretched into a scream. I don't quite don't quite remember that actually. So. Seeing the mask later on somewhere, sitting there, looked, it looked fine, looked okay, I thought. Yeah, just to see the result, that was uh, um, very interesting. <laughs> and, and especially very interesting as, as, uh, as uh, we three different, different actors, we, we screamed all very different. And uh, Steven Spielberg remar- remarked on that as well, and I think he, he called mine the kabuki style scream so it was it was very interesting I mean I knew it was only a film so I wasn't too worried and it it looked it looked absolutely marvellous no doubt about that so you worked on uh, Force 10 from Navarone which also starred Harrison Ford did you have any interaction with him previously and, and on set on Raiders how did you um, how did you find his his uh, his skills as an actor was it some, somebody you admired or I, I was not in any of his of his scenes I was just in the scene in the warehouse defending a wheelbarrow which Edward Fox pinched and I couldn't stop him and it was uh, watched over by Robert Shaw so it was a very enjoyable scene to do and I think I provided Edward Fox in the scene as well with a 
with the, with with the chance to create the biggest laugh in the movie, him raising his finger towards me. But no, no, I had, I, I I didn't work with him at all. The the only interesting thing for me uh, was. Uh, that I had two credits on that movie. I don't know if it's interesting, but I played the next day. They asked me, have you got anything to do tomorrow? And I said, no, actually, would you like to come back? And I came back and I played a, a, a pilot, of course, with a mask with, with goggles on, so I couldn't be recognized as being the same guy. And uh, in the movie, actually, in the credits, I was Wolf Kehler and then below that Hans Kehler which uh, I quite, quite, uh, quite, quite amused me. <laughs> <laughs> and you had a, a scene or two with Harrison in Raiders mm-hmm. itself, you were you're talking down to him when he's in the Well of Souls. Yeah, I think I had a few, mm. few, few scenes with him. Was oh, he yeah, somebody that, yeah. were you aware of his, his um, status, having done Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back? He was a, he was a big Hollywood actor by this point. Yes, I mean, I knew that he'd done those things, but, but not basically. No, no, I mean, I, no, he was, he was there very much in his character as Indiana Jones, and, and, and I was on the opposite side. I think there was a clear... Um, clear set up of our attitude towards each other and uh, it was it was obviously great to you know to work with him or opposite him he's a great actor yeah so Spielberg is said to be an actor's director how did you find his uh, direction style did you enjoy working with him yeah, yes, yes. I, I, I tried working with him. I think everybody, everybody did. He was very open, very, very clear about what he, what he wanted. And uh, he, I think he let us uh, uh, do uh, what, what, what we wanted, obviously not in the, in the movements, because obviously the, the cameras were set up and uh, uh, a lot of the scenes were, you know, very clearly blocked before that. Before we we, we, we we shot it, but but emotionally, I think he he very much trusted us and let us do what we uh, try to you know try to convey. So that was that was very very enjoyable. And you also worked with Mickey Moore on Raiders, who did the the chase sequence. Did it feel like a separate production? Or? Yeah, oh, it, it did. Uh, uh, it did feel like a different production. It was. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm not saying it was more relaxed, um, but of course there was more time. There was more time always uh, 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 put into setting up, yeah, the stunt or the or the action, the move of the the cars and things like that. And uh, but otherwise, it was obviously you know very very important as well. But there was of course no dialogue either while shooting with him, so that that was different. And uh, it was great to be great to be really close to the to the stunt stunt man, and uh, you know Martin Grace and Paul Wesson, and that was good to see them see them close at at work. And uh, he was a lo- lovely director, Mickey. Abs- it was absolutely a pleasure to to work with him. Um, yes, to 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 get to La Rochelle, our first location. 
Uh, we all met at, at Luton and, and uh, uh, went into the chartered plane there and um, not knowing anybody really. I looked at my, 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 my flight ticket and, and uh, tried to find my seat and there was one by the window but it was occupied by, by somebody so I said oh uh, excuse me but I think that is my, my seat but uh, I think I was persuaded just to take any other seat and it turned out later on that it was Howard Kazanian, the main producer in that, in that seat there but I'm, I do apologize I had no idea. Uh, but it was a very, ni very nice, uh, interesting flight because uh, Steven Spielberg went around from from actor to actor and uh, talking about the characters and how he how he saw them and how he thought they should be uh, portrayed and played. And um, he as well talked, yeah, talked to me as well and said, oh, he's you know he's kind of a character. He's on the edge all the time. He has to do that and he's desperate and and, and this very very nervy. I think I played him slightly, slightly different later on, but but he he was anyway he seemed to be very, very happy with the way I, I I, I did it. So that um, yeah, was was a beautiful flight. After filming, uh, after finishing filming um, in Tunisia, I I had to stay on for another week. I suppose they wanted to check the rushes, everything was okay, if they needed some reshooting to be done. And I, I was quite... I was quite eager to, to get home, really back to, to my young, young family and things. And, and, and I think at some point in the bar in the hotel, I complained as well to, to Douglas Slocum. I said, oh, why don't they let me go? And I'm sure they can manage whatever. And uh, uh, Douglas Slocum, he is such a charming man. He just said, "Oh, Wolf, then we wouldn't have had the pleasure of your company here." So, <laughs> absolutely wonderful. And I actually, I had worked with him before as well on the the, uh, the Lady Vanishes and and with uh, Chick Waterson, you know, the operator. It was absolutely wonderful being being with that fantastic crew again and uh, as well with with the uh, uh, first assistant di 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 director David Tomlin I had worked many years before that in in, in, in uh, uh, Morocco on on March or die so in a way it, it, it did feel like uh, being at home with that fantastic crew so when did you, when you first saw Raiders, what kind of impacts did it have on you? Um, I, I actually, I didn't see it on the, the, the big, big, big uh, cast and, and crew showing. Uh, I was outside somewhere, outside the country doing some other film. <coughs> but um, actually my, my, my brother managed to see it. <laughs> he happened to be in, in, in England at the time and he, he enjoyed it very much. And, and when I first saw it, I enjoyed it as well from from A to Z. It was just one huge, fantastic ride. Very, very exciting and enjoyable. No, no, no doubt. As as I read as well somewhere recently, one critic saying there will never be a film again like the Raiders of the Lost Ark, and I I believe that. So did your appearance in Raiders lead to any other projects? I've seen that you've worked uh, with Spielberg on a Spielberg production of uh, Band of Brothers. 
did, did the, the work on Raiders lead to anything else? Okay, so that moment you just heard was in a Costa coffee shop in North London, uh, chatting to Wolf, and a presumably homeless gentleman went into the bathroom moments before, and he then came out, looked me in the eye, and he just smacked my microphone that I just bought for several hundred pounds off the table and onto the floor, and we caught a bit of that recording. Um, Wolf had already had a uh, an interaction with this same gentleman earlier that day, so I'm not sure entirely what was happening there, but it certainly added um, some tension to the situation the first time I'd ever interviewed anybody. Anyway, he didn't hang around. He hit the microphone to the floor and, and ran out, and that was the last we saw of him. Okay, so uh, did your appearance in Raiders lead to any other projects? I see that you worked with, uh, on the Spielberg production, uh, Band of Brothers. Did it lead on to anything else? Was it, is it important to your career, do you think, Raiders? Yeah, uh, uh, obviously it's, it's, it's such a well-known film. You know, nearly ev- everybody has seen it, so... Uh, very, I mean, I don't know. Do they do they cast me because of that, or do they cast me because they've seen other thing or want me anyway? I don't know. That's that's impossible to say. But it obviously is a very very important part of in, in, of my uh, filming career. So there's no absolutely no no doubt about it. And uh, you know, up to this day, people come up pleased to shake my hand or whatever and, and you know most unexpected uh, corners as well of the world it's very it's, it's, it's just amazing to have been part of that and it's, it's obviously a very very strong part of my image I would think nothing, nothing I can do about that now it was very, very nice working on the Bantu wind and uh, it had had a great, great atmosphere. Uh, an old small cargo ship there with the, the very wild-looking crew, and uh, it was very, very calm. I'm quite sure, and uh, so no, no problems as well with the sound, with our, with our dialogues there, and uh, Katanga, George Harris, the captain very powerful and uh, uh, I, I enjoyed very much insulting him as well I think with my last last line there on the on, 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 on the boat and uh, beautiful uh, scenes there set up with with, with Karen Allen and uh, um, yes it was was uh, Yes, the wide, wide horizons and just full, really full, full of, full of atmosphere. And uh, trying to find Indiana Jones. <laughs> of course, we we didn't, but um, he must have been there somewhere. So, do you remember shooting any scenes that were cut from the film? Uh, yes, yes, I, I, I do, I do, I do remember. And there was certainly there was one. One uh, scene um, where I got really wet. I can't quite remember why, but I think I was probably um, 
having a uh, having a little fight with my second second in in command, uh, Anthony Higgins. Um, I really don't know quite, but we were we were fighting over something. I don't know. Did you want to take my gun away? I wanted to shoot to shoot um, Ronald. No, uh, uh, sorry, just to shoot John <laughs> Rhys Davis. I'm not. I'm not quite sure about that. I only know that I think in another scene that wasn't, or, or in the uh, in the follow-up scene to that, that that I gave my gun to this young German. German extra there uh, to shoot John Rhys Davis. I, I obviously didn't want to make my hands dirty doing shooting such a lowly creature, in my opinion. So, uh, yeah, that, that 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 must have been linked somehow. The wet scene and and, and, and that one, but I, to be honest, I don't quite remember how they started and ended. So. Uh, yeah, I think those are the only ones that I remember not seeing later on in the in the movie. When chatting to Wolfie, he was clearly disgruntled about his lack of involvement with the marketing of the film. His billing wasn't that high, despite having a decent amount of dialogue. Uh, he also wasn't featured in the official making of documentary, so he was grateful that I was able to redress the balance a little bit in my filmumentary Raiding the Lost Ark, which is still available on Vimeo for streaming or download if you log in. Um, yeah, so please do check it out and leave a comment. Uh, I always like to hear back from people about what they think about my work. Uh, that was a few years ago now, but it's still one of my favourite ones. Um, I was able to dig out quite a lot of behind-the-scenes material, and that's the one that kind of got the interest of uh, Warner Brothers and later on Fox, um, which I had a bit of a dalliance with for a while there. Unfortunately, that didn't transpire, and neither of those transpired. Um, to be anything fruitful but uh, the hope is still there that one day I can make an official making of uh, in that vein and uh, you know do it for fans like us well I hope you enjoyed listening to my chat with Wolf there um, in the increasingly loud coffee shop tramps and babies included yeah I struggled to get that in uh, Raiding the Lost Ark a lot of that because of those audio problems but ultimately I decided that you know it was content over quality um the content was there, if not the quality. But I enjoyed chatting to Wolf. We've stayed in touch for a number of years. We often send each other Christmas messages and just check in with each other and uh, send our best wishes and uh, talk about our families a little bit and what we've been up to. Lovely guy, and I hope he continues to do uh, some of his great voice acting on games and advertising. I don't know if he's uh, continuing with film acting at all, but uh, he's certainly uh, certainly a good guy and was certainly willing to to talk to me for great length about his experiences on on Raiders, um, which I'm very grateful to him for. Join me next week when I'll be talking to a female actor who had a huge influence on sci-fi in the early 80s, um, but also nearly ended up in the same film as Wolf. Thanks for listening, and do get in touch on Twitter at JamieSWB or on the Facebook page. Uh, Thanks so much for listening. And do check out the Patreon page if you're able to support me in any of my future endeavours. I do have a Uh, a freelance career in the TV industry you may hear the odd motorbike going past outside as if on cue Um, I'm actually in the south of France at the moment working on the Monaco Grand Prix but it's difficult for me to find time to to fit this filmumentary stuff in but uh, I'm also eager to get it out there to you guys so any help you can offer is uh, is greatly appreciated 
Um, hope to see you next time. Take care.